Welcome to Just Don't Lose the Money with Sam Lang, John Conley, and Ryan Marston. For more than two decades, Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners and Just Don't Lose the Money Radio have been broadcasting here in Boston with a focus on helping you prepare for retirement, always following their guiding principles. Rule number one, just don't lose the money. And rule number two, don't forget about rule number one. Now, just don't lose the money. Hello again. Welcome to Just Don't Lose the Money, the radio show and podcast. Glad you're here with us today. You know, if you're listening on the radio and you can't listen to the whole show, but you're kind of interested in what we're talking about here, you can go online to iTunes, Spotify or Google Play. And we're right there. Just look up Just Don't Lose the Money. This show will be there and many past shows will be there. And you can kind of take in the opinions of all the guys at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. It's Sam Lang, John Conley and Ryan Marston. And today, Ryan is going to kind of guide the conversation. How are you today? I'm fantastic, Randy. How are you? Good, good. We are uh, we're, we're starting to see a little white stuff. We're starting to see a little yeah. snow. It's starting to get to be then, winter. I guess that's it's going right. to be 50s again this week. So, yeah, <laughs> it's it's been wild. A little weird. Kind of yeah. like the market, a little back and forth, I guess you could say. <laughs> that. that that is a great comparison. Yeah, we uh, we've had days where we've gone down 900 points, we've gone down 600 points, but then we've had days where we've done exactly the opposite. We've gone right back up. So I don't know if you call that volatility or just trading off the same 100 points or so, but yeah. it's it's just up and down, isn't it? It is. It's been like a very common theme we've seen over the last year and a half, or, or even maybe slightly longer. But we've seen that you know sharp downturn when some initial news has come out, like the, that new variant, and then all of a sudden the unknown becomes the known. It's maybe not as bad as initially thought. And all of a sudden the recovery is, it's quicker. It's yeah. quicker than the, the way down. And that's been a very common theme we've seen every every drop, you know, in, in the recent years, so to speak. So. so we are coming up to the end of the year here and we're all going to say, okay, so how did we do in 2021? What was yes. my, what was my growth number? How much money did I make? Because we're going to have a good year overall, unless something goes severely bad here at the end. And I wanted to ask about that because I got a quote here from somebody at Yahoo Finance. Her name is Penny Pennington. And what should we expect as far as growth in our portfolio? A lot of us will have some kind of a benchmark and we'll say, well, I want what the market gives. And should that be your benchmark? Here's her opinion on that one. Beaten the S&P 500 is not the benchmark that every person should be looking for in terms of the life that they want to live in retirement or before what really matters is what you are trying to achieve in your life for the goals that you're seeking to accomplish. Okay, so I guess it's personal for everybody. So, Ryan, how do you figure out what your growth numbers should be to achieve what you want to in retirement? So I guess there's two ways of looking at it, right? You definitely shouldn't be benchmarking your portfolio's returns in performance against the S&P 500 specifically, unless you are taking on the same amount of risk the S&P 500 is. It's all an all equity index, right? So it's not fair to your portfolio if you're comparing your portfolio's returns to an all equity index. The all equity, in, you know, even if you have a, you know, slight fixed allocation inside your portfolio, bonds, whatever it might be, um, that's going to reduce that that return. So you, it's going to be very hard to beat the S&P. But when you're trying to gauge how much risk or where how your portfolio should be allocated, first you need to see what you're comfortable 
in terms of the risk you're willing to take on, the volatility that you're willing to withstand. And this year has been a you know a fantastic gauge. And probably if you you know if you think back just to two weeks ago, how did you feel when you were looking at your portfolio's returns when when they were on the downside? Everyone feels great when they're going up, but on the downside, you know, how did that make you feel? If you didn't feel too great, maybe you're taking on a little too much risk, there's too much volatility there. But there's a way to allocate your portfolio correctly based on the returns you need to retire, you know, on track. And some people have to take on more risk. Some people can actually put the brakes on and take on less risk as they're getting closer to retirement. So you don't need to beat the market. And so you have to sit down and make the calculation and say, here's how much you've saved. And this is what we need to make in order for you to achieve your lifestyle. And that's 4% or that's 5% or that's yeah. 6%. And maybe if you're behind, maybe that's 7%. So that is a number that seems much more doable than the 20% that the market does. It is. And your, your portfolio is going to see far less swings than like the S&P 500 does, so to speak. If you're looking to just do what the S&P 500, there's ways of doing that. You can go buy an ETF that tracks the S&P 500. It's a cheap way of doing it. And it's just going to, you're going to have the returns of the S&P 500. With that said, you're going to feel the downside of mm-hmm. those as well. There's going to be some very sharp downturn in that market and you might not be able to withstand that the, the risk or the volatility that that is going to take on. So there's ways to structure your, your portfolio to get more reasonable returns, you know, six, seven, eight percent, depending on the risk you're willing to take, but see less volatility from period to period than the S&P 500 does. I don't want to have indigestion when I look no, at Fox <laughs> Business. That's what no, retirement, no one, you know? yeah, no one wants to have that feeling, especially as you're getting close to retirement that, you know, all of a sudden you're starting to think to yourself, oh, no, I might have to work an extra year, mm. two years, five years, whatever it might be. So you just want to make sure you're, the risk your portfolio is taking on matches what your retirement plan says. And that might be one of the questions that you have. You saved this much. You have goals. You have things you want to do in retirement. What does my money need to do for me in order for me to do the things I want to do? So there is a really good start for the conversation. We have those conversations available to you. You want to talk to a financial professional? We can arrange that very easily. Go to our website, which is 365retirement.com. Scroll around a little bit and learn about Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. And in about 30 seconds or so, a window pops up and says, would you like to talk about your finances? What that is, it's a 15-minute strategy call is what we call it. And it means you get your questions out on the table. Maybe that is, how much does my money need to grow? And we're going to have to do some math on that. It might lead to another conversation in a meeting. But you can set those up on the website, 365retirement.com retirement.com or give us a call do that as well 617-440-9365 when we talk about our money and having money in retirement how much do you take there's this rule it's called the four percent rule it was built an awfully long time ago in the 90s and that was when the market was doing very well and interest rates were very high it basically said whatever you save if you just take four percent of it you should never run out of money Well, that rule now, because the markets have changed, is a little bit different. This is Christine Benz from Morningstar. It assumes you take out 4% of your balance in year one of retirement, and then you are inflation adjusting that dollar amount thereafter. I think sometimes people hear 4% and they think it means that we're saying to take 4% out in perpetuity. In reality, it assumes that you want a somewhat stable standard of living in retirement. So you're taking out that initial amount and then inflation adjusting 
adjusting that dollar amount thereafter. So are you blowing up the 4% rule here, Ryan? Most of the time when I bring up these rules, you guys just say, eh, not really. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the 4%, it depends how your portfolio is allocated. What is it yielding right now? Like the traditional 4% rule, you know, which is mirroring a traditional portfolio of 60, 40, maybe 60% equity, 40% bonds. Well, the problem with that is the yield on the bonds, right? In the expected yield and returns on bonds for even, you know, in the next 20, 30 years is so low that that 4% rule just more likely than not will not be able to withstand the 4% actual withdrawals. And, you know, a lot of people across the border are saying it's going to, you know, you need to have a more adjusted uh, withdrawal rate of 3.3% in, in Christine Benz's case, 35 I've seen, but I'm not seeing anyone that's 4% or higher right now. Mm-hmm. And that is strictly tied to the low bond yield. For a stable bond fund, you're lucky to be getting 2% right now, which is extremely low. As rates rise, you know, the problem with that is the bond funds could actually drop in value because when rates rise, bond values will offset and will drop. So there's a lot of risk on the bond side of a portfolio right now, just as much as the equity side in the rising interest rate environment we're going to see over the next five years or so. So 4%, not necessarily, maybe a guideline where you it's can guideline, start, yeah. you know, but but that, you know, to me means this, is that your idea of income in retirement is having a nest egg and then pulling off the top. And when you and I discuss income, that's not really what income is all about, is it? It's not, you know, that 4% is, again, taking the gains without really dipping into the principal, right? Mm-hmm. Keeping, making sure that's intact. There's different vehicles you have that you actually might be able to guarantee yourself a 4% or more withdrawal per year. It could, you know, maybe eat into the principal a little bit, but you can you can actually create uh, income in retirement that you yield potentially more than 4% from your portfolio in form of an income stream. So there's ways of generating income. It's not like, uh, you know, if you had a million dollars saved up and you planned on withdrawing 40,000, now you're thinking it's 33 and that 33 isn't enough. Maybe there's other ways of doing it than just the traditional portfolio, which is what Christine Benz is talking about and which a lot of people are talking about when they're using that analysis of the 4% rule. Gotcha. So if you have pensions, if you have... Uh, income annuities, if you have other sources of income, maybe the money that you do take off the top is much less than 4%. So there's a lot of ways to go about it. And that is all about how much money you take, how much money your paycheck is in retirement. So we've talked about retirement growth. We've talked about retirement withdrawal. Coming up in our next segment, we're going to talk about your retirement age. When and how do you figure that out? That'll be coming up. But for right now, if you want to sit down and talk about your retirement, here we are at the end of the year. And all I can say, I can guarantee you one thing. You're one year closer to retirement. Here we are. We're closer to that retirement date. And if you want to sit down and have a serious conversation about what that's starting to look like, maybe some of your friends are retiring. Maybe some people at work are walking away and saying, I'm done. You see that and you wonder, when's my time? Okay, well, let's talk through that. Here's our number, 617-440-9365. Set up one of our 15-minute strategy calls, or you can do that online as well at 365retirement.com. We'll be right back with more. Just don't lose the money. Are you worried about retirement? Well, you're not alone, and there is help. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. 
If you're ready to take the next step, call the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. Welcome back to Just Don't Lose the Money, the radio show and podcast. You can find us online here at 365retirement.com for Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners. If it's time to sit down and talk about your retirement, let's get that conversation going. Again, 365retirement.com. Okay, so we've talked about what we expect for growth in retirement. We've talked about what we expect for withdrawals from our, our accounts in retirement. Let's talk about when you want to retire, your retirement age. And there was an interesting conversation on Kevin Hart's podcast. He's with Brian Cranston. You remember him from Breaking Bad. And he was trying to pin him down and say, Kevin, at what point are you going to retire? He had an interesting answer. I have an end day. I already have it in my head. I'm thinking about the day that I shut it off. But the part that I shut off is my personal investment. But I do have a date. And when you say that date, shutoff date, your enterprise will continue to go on. Enterprise goes. Okay. I have a shutoff date. 65? I'm not, 50? I just told you I'm not. 62? 63? 50 years old. 50. 50. I'm age 50. All right. Interesting answer, though. He says, my enterprise continues on. I walk away, but my enterprise continues on. And, you know, you think, oh, I don't have anything in common with Kevin Hart. You do, because you, when you retire, you walk away, but your enterprise or your money starts working. It exactly continues right. to work. So in, in some ways, to figure out what day or date or age that you want to retire, uh, Ryan, it, it's like, is I might be ready. Is my money ready, right? Exactly right. Yeah. So, I mean, Kevin Hart, his enterprise, right, is his income generator, mm-hmm. right? So while he's not going to be working anymore, you know, maybe filming movies, comedy, etc., cetera, uh, his enterprise will continue to generate income, right? And I think a lot of people, you know, when they're getting ready to retire, they, they do have that fear that, oh, uh, you know, I'm not going to be making income anymore. I don't know what to do. And they have that fear of kind of taking the plunge into retirement. But they, they don't really look at their what they've saved up, all their income sources in investments that they're going to be receiving in retirement. They don't look at that as an income generator. That is your new employer. So you got to make sure that those investments, you got to look at that as almost your enterprise, right, in, in, in this situation. And that is what's going to be deriving your income in retirement. So you, you got to run that business just like, you, you know, as most efficiently as possible to give you the income stream that you need it to deliver you to live that comfortable lifestyle in retirement. So that's really the question when you sit down with a financial professional. I'm ready to retire or I'm ready to retire in two years. Mm-hmm. Is my money ready? So how do we know? And, and everybody thinks, you know, did I save enough? And so it's not always that big number there. It's the monthly number that we talk it about is. all the time. It's the monthly income that that big number throws off. Then we know if your money's ready. Exactly right. Like, you know, not everyone needs to save a million dollars or $2 million. And then all of a sudden they can live a happy, happy retirement, right? So a couple things that major factors that go into it is so like, what are your expenses? First step is when I sit down with someone, we, you know, we seven out of 10 times they'll have this, these numbers ready to go, but a few, you know, three out of 10, maybe not. 
and we'll look at take a look at what your expenses are because that is step one because from your expenses then we'll start to back out okay what are your income sources your fixed income source is going to be in retirement social security do you have a pension uh, do you have an annuity that's going to give you income in retirement okay so let's just say your expenses are a hundred thousand net in retirement and from those sources you're getting eighty thousand well you only need to make up the delta or the difference between your expenses and that fixed income of twenty thousand dollars so your in your investments your iras your 401ks your roths all those other vehicles that you've saved up assets in only need to throw off you know net twenty thousand dollars a year potentially in retirement so that is how we we get to the number and then we would dial in okay what do we need in investments to give you a comfortable number of twenty thousand a year in retirement you also want to keep make sure you keep up with inflation and growth you know for the future because expenses will be more 10 years from now 20 years from now so there's there's different factors that go into it but everyone's going to be different it's not just i need to get to a million dollars i need to get to two million dollars and i didn't even talk about the tax ramifications people could have it in a roth versus a pre-tax ira so that's a huge factor too so um there, there's a lot of different kind of – a lot of factors that go into gauging how much you need saved up to live that lifestyle in retirement that you want to live. You don't want to have to you know, worry on a year-to-year basis, do I have enough? Can I pull out this amount without jeopardizing future years, mm-hmm. et cetera? We talk about you know having that meeting with a financial advisor and people will say, well, I don't even know what to ask. And the questions that come out are very simple. Am I going to be okay or did I save enough? This is a question that you could ask. Is my money ready to retire? You know, it, it, will what I've done power a 2025-30 year retirement? That's a really good question. And if you want to sit down and answer that question and have a conversation about that question, we make available to you a free call. It's called a 15-minute strategy call. You just basically set up a call with Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners and say, I got a couple of questions here. And then as that conversation develops, Maybe you say, well, I think I'd like to talk about this a little bit further. Or maybe the answer is, looks like you're going to be fine. Congratulations. Well, you can set one of those calls up at 617-440-9365. Or best way, go to our website, 365retirement.com. Tool around, learn about Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. A window pops up and says, hey, would you like to talk about your finances? You click on that red bar right there and it opens up. We ask you to put a little information in there, your email and such, and then it'll open up calendar for you. Pick a date, pick a time, and we'll be ready to go. You can do that before the end of the year or start in January and say, you know, this is the year. 2022 is the year I'm going to sit down and talk about this. Let's get it started. Let's get the conversation going. And speaking of when that conversation takes place, I found an interesting article that talked about when we have awareness about money. They say that the financial age, the age that you become aware of money and what it means to make money and save money is age 33. And I would think, Ryan, that's about the time that we have kids and all of a sudden we say, I need to buy insurance. I need to start (laughs) saving for college. And and it just gets real, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. And, you know, I'd like to think mine was a lot earlier. Yeah. Because of being in the business and sure. you know their experiences, but like I, I look at some of my friends, and I definitely can see that age of thirty three, right? Uh, you know, when you're buying a house, mm-hmm. you, you know, all of a sudden you have a mortgage and all the expenses that go with that, right? And then you have kids, 
And then you have to start thinking about those expenses and then childcare and then school. And there's just so many factors that start to pick up really in your 30s and you, you become aware of, okay, I need to start saving this much money. I need to start investing this much money. Maybe you've started it already, but towards your middle to late 30s, maybe you're starting to look at your retirement. Now all of a sudden you're like, oh, I kicked the can long enough. I'm not saving enough right now. I need to start putting more into my 401k. Yep. But those are, I, I think those years are definitely a, you know, quote unquote financial awakening and a lot of things start to pick up, but everything is age, you know, and then in your forties, there's different expenses in your fifties, you might have college expenses mm-hmm. coming in. So there's, everything is age appropriate, but you tend to become more aware, I'd say in your thirties. So at what point then do people become retirement aware? Uh, it, there's a, there's a time yeah. I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you start to see some of your friends start to dive into this a little bit when they're mm-hmm. they're a little bit older than you and they yeah. start talking about Social Security and Medicare and retiring and things like that. At what point do people start to say, I think I need to have this conversation with an advisor? I think it's probably close to the, you know, early 50s, mm-hmm. you know, from what I've seen. Once people get to, you know, college years for your children and then because after that it's you don't have anything you know potentially in terms of mass you know big expenses then it's okay now weddings really, well yeah i guess i forgot about that good good point and, and one of those that's probably yeah that's a year that's a more than a year of college yeah so yeah i have a son hopefully i don't have to pay for that we'll see but uh the but looking at your retirement it really becomes like front of mind and all of a sudden you're in your home stretch and you might have been saving along the way and investing, but now you're really starting to look at, okay, I haven't even taken a look at social security in years because I haven't gotten one of those paper statements. I should probably log in and see what what that looks like. You know, I have a pension from a previous employer that I kind of forgot about and left on the sidelines. I want to start gathering all that information. How is my 401k allocated? Is it appropriate? Am I earning enough? Am I putting enough in? You know, now we're fortunate enough that most people have a Roth option in 401ks. Am I utilizing how I'm actually, which tax avenue I'm using in my current 401k? Am I, am I doing that the most efficient way possible to set myself up for a better future? So I think in your 50s, you really start to take a look at your retirement plan, and as you should, not that you, you know, should do it before, but in your 50s, you really should, you know, while you're in the home stretch, you know, you're in the 10 year window from retirement, so you can make very impactful changes. That's what I always like to say. You don't want to wait till you're one year away from retirement. The amount of changes and impactful changes you can make is, is, is a fraction versus 10 years out naturally. You just have more time to plan and adapt and make you know, different tweaks and changes inside your retirement plan for the better. That's a great point. And if what Ryan is saying is starting to resonate with you, you're starting to feel that way. You're starting to think that way. And to sit down with a financial professional four, five, six, seven years before retirement, this gives you that opportunity to make those adjustments. If we run the numbers and do the math on your retirement and say, hey, there's a little gap here. We got some work to do. Then you've got more time to do that, you know, and maybe the the answer that comes back is you could retire right now if you wanted to, but you can keep working and build yourself an even better retirement. Those are great meetings. And and that's what we want to get started with a conversation with a 15-minute strategy call. You can set one up with our teammates at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, 617-440-9365. Maybe you're thinking to yourself, okay, 
2022 is the year. I'm going to sit down. I'm actually going to do this. Let's get a date on a calendar. Let's get it right away. We're going to be thinking a lot about finances and taxes and things in January, February, March. Let's get that going right now. 617-440-9365 or set it up online at 365retirement.com. Tool around the website a little bit. A window opens up. Hey, would you like to talk about your finances? Click on that red bar there and you're on your way. We're going to talk about sitting down with a financial advisor and actually a story that says some people are missing the boat when it comes to talking to their clients. I'll have Ryan take a look at that one coming up next on Just Don't Lose the Money. We hope you're enjoying the retirement conversation. If you're ready to take the next step, call the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. You'll learn where you are now and what you should be doing to retire with confidence. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. Hello again and welcome to Just Don't Lose the Money, the radio show and podcast. If you're listening to us on the radio and you can't hear the whole show and you want to, we've got it for you online anytime you're ready. Our podcast is right there on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Just look up Just Don't Lose the Money. This show is there and many of our other shows are there as well. You can hear Sam Lang and John Conley and Ryan Marston is with us today to talk through some of our issues. We're talking about finances and when it comes to choosing Using a financial advisor and taking that step out, there's some apprehension there because, well, let's talk about this a little bit, Ryan. I mean, you're coming to somebody and you're saying some of the very personal things in your life. You're saying, this is what I've saved for retirement. Um, maybe I've made some mistakes along the way. I don't know if it's enough. It's kind of a kind of a meeting that that has a lot of emotion to it, doesn't it? It does. And I think there's always like the fear that you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to be told something you don't want to hear. And that's why a lot of people are apprehensive of ever, you know, taking that step to sit down. But you're always better off doing it sooner than later because uh, like we just talked about, like you could, the changes you can make if you realize there's mistakes made now versus, mm-hmm. you know, kicking the can down another two year, two years, whatever it might be, there's going to be less time to adjust. Right. So, but yeah, I think when people come in, sit down, they're vulnerable. They're laying everything out and, and they're, you know, in, at least from an initial standpoint, they're almost trusting you initially without even really knowing you because they're laying all that stuff out, right? Well, that's why I, I think it's great to have the radio show because they do get to know yeah. you and, and then they, they feel like, okay, I've listened to you for six months or two years or whatever it is. I mean, Sam's been on the air for 30 years doing this. So people right. know him and they know his voice. So when they come in, it's like they know Sam more than Sam knows them. Yeah, <laughs> probably true, right? Yeah. And and I think that there's a lot to be said there for that. And when you're laying everything out, when you're sitting down with someone, when you're going through the process of retirement planning someone, you know, you need to make sure obviously the plan fits you. You're comfortable with the plan. You're comfortable with the investment and portfolio and allocation laid out. But you want to make sure that person you're sitting down with, too, is going to be there in retirement. Right. You want to make sure that you have a trust factor with them that, you know, they can handle. Because really, you know, like we talked about when Kevin Hart is setting up his enterprise, you know, you're really hiring someone to run your business when mm-hmm. you sit down with a financial advisor and you hire them to run your run your portfolio, run your investments, you know, help manage your investments. So you're hiring basically like the manager or the CEO of your investments to run everything for you. So you want to make sure that you have that trust factor, that they're competent, that 
you feel truly comfortable that that is the right person. And there's nothing wrong with sitting down with multiple people to get multiple takes, right? If yeah. you sit down with multiple advisors, it's, you know, I don't like to compare it to like getting a driveway quote because it's a driveway quote. But like if you get in a driveway quote, you always get three quotes. Sure. And, you know, you, who's going to do the best work, you know, the best reviews. And then price is obviously a factor as well. But you want to sit down with multiple people and then weigh your options and who you feel most comfortable with after all is said and done. That's who you should, you know, decide to choose. That's why we have our 15-minute strategy call for you to get a feel for the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. And you can set one of those up by going to our website at 365retirement.com. If you're ready to interview financial advisors, financial professionals in your life, let's get that started. We, we would love to be on that list. So set one of our 15-minute strategy calls up and kick the tires on Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Well, one of the things I wanted to get to here on this is... There was a study done by the people at J.D. Power, and they talked to people who left their financial advisor, and they were wondering what it was that made them leave. And the answer that came back more often than not was, I felt like I was getting the hard sell. They were trying to sell me something now instead of thinking about me long term. So I was wondering, Ryan, have you had people come to you? They've gone around. They've they've looked for financial advisors and they had a bad taste in their mouth about somebody else. Has that happened to you? Absolutely. Um, yeah. A lot of times someone will come in and say, you know, they're unhappy or maybe they purchased something or in a product or an investment, you know, five or more years ago and they haven't heard from their advisor since and they felt like they got the hard sell. Wow. I think when you're sitting down with someone and they're just going over a product and not how the product actually fits your retirement within your retirement plan and how it's going to be beneficial to you, then, you know, the antenna should go up. Mm -hmm. The radar should go up and you say, okay, well, maybe you are just trying to, you know, sell me something as opposed to helping me with my retirement plan, right? There's nothing wrong with, you know, a, a product that potentially fits into the retirement plan and gives it value, added value to that plan. But you need to make sure that it does. And you're not just getting the hard sell on something. And I'd say a lot of people would have come in unhappy with previous, you know, quote unquote advisors because of that reason, getting that hard sell on a specific product. They're um, not listening yeah, to me. Yeah. They're not communicating with me. Yep. I don't feel like this is a partnership. This is this is a transactional relationship. Yep. You know, if I go and go buy a shirt down at a department store, that's a transaction. But I need somebody in my in my financial life that's going to be, as you say, a wealth partner, a partner, not just now, but for the next 20, 25 years, because economies change, markets change, my finances will change. And as that changes, you got to help me change with that. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, a, I mean, especially right now with all the changes going on in the, with the market, right? Mm -hmm. The volatility in the market, all the changes that's going on with the economy, potential tax changes looming ahead. There's just a lot going on right now that you want to make sure, you know, if you're not going to handle it and stay on top of things, you want to make sure you hire someone who is on top of things, who is adapting to the changes, who's going to implement any, you know, changes needed within your specific retirement plan and investments according with what's going on right now. So we say this many times on the show, and we'll say it again. If you have a financial advisor out there and maybe you haven't been heard from, uh, you haven't heard from them, they put together a plan for you five years ago, you don't know if this plan is 
still relevant, if it still fits you and you want a second opinion on that, or you're just not satisfied right now with your advisor and you want to try out somebody else, give us a call. Let's just talk through some of those frustrations at the beginning. And uh, maybe that leads to another meeting. You can set up a strategy call with us. It takes 15, 20 minutes of your time. 617-440-9365. 617-440-9365. Or you can set up one of our calls at 365 retirement.com. All right, we're bringing some interesting uh, voices into the show today, and I love Shark Tank. It's a great show. Mr. Wonderful, Kevin O'Leary, is uh, one of the great characters on the show, and he actually re retired once, and it didn't work out real well for him. <laughs> he, he, he was a little bored, I guess, and so he made comment about that, about how you have to stay engaged in your life in retirement. There's lots of studies that say when you retire and you have nothing to do, you basically die. So that sucks. I think you have to think about a long-term strategy of pursuing projects that keeping yourself engaged, healthy, good diet, exercise, and keeping the mind functioning. And what does that mean? Not retirement, something else. Maybe you retire from one job and you go to another. Maybe you retire from one job into a project. Maybe you pursue a passion like arts or photography or painting or something like that. But you don't sit around doing nothing. That's a really bad idea. Yeah, sitting on the lazy boy and watching the prices right is not my idea of retirement. <laughs> no, I think a lot of people I sit down with are aware of that, right? They are worried about what they're... I have a couple clients that are worried about what they'll do to fill their time, and that's why they haven't retired. It's not that they love working. It's just they didn't have, you know, maybe they don't have a hobby right now right. that they can fill retirement with, and they know the health factor will, you know, it could get worse if they're just sitting at home doing nothing all day. Mm -hmm. and, and that is a reality. And there, like you mentioned, there's a lot of studies that show just that. So you got to make sure you stay active in retirement, you know, whether it be working out, keeping the mind functioning is just as important as is physically working out. So you got to make sure you, you do what you want to do. You want to enjoy retirement, but also stay active in retirement. And that's a, that's a huge piece of it. So I like the word engaged because yeah. you have to stay engaged in life. But I think that in retirement, you also need to stay engaged with your money. You're now the CEO of your enterprise, as we've been saying, the CEO of your money. You want to have somebody else do the nuts and bolts in the day-to-day. -day. I don't want to be involved in that, but I do want to stay engaged with my money to know that the money is there to do the things that I want to do. And that's that's a partnership back and forth, a communication, yes. isn't it? You know, if you sat down with an advisor and they told you to do otherwise, you know, that's a, that's a reason to be concerned. I have, you know, clients that, you know, they'll create a spreadsheet on a monthly basis just because they like to track things and balances and expenses, et cetera. And, and that's their way of, you know, staying engaged mentally, not only just from the retirement standpoint, but also with their actual money and keeping track of their expenses. And that, that is one way of doing that. Some people say, nope, not for me. I want to hire someone. And, and that's fine too. You probably have other things that you want to do. But no, I, I do think keeping track and making sure you at least have bare minimum yearly reviews with your advisor. Mm -hmm. Beginning of, you know, beginning of 2022 will be a great year if you haven't sat down recently to sit down with your advisor and say, let's take a look and recap what happened in 2021 and see where you stand right now. Because I think more likely than not, 
you know, at least as of right now, the lot can change next couple of weeks in 2021, but more likely than not, people will be pleasantly surprised with some of the returns in their portfolios, just given how the volatility, what has happened in terms of volatility over the course of the last year, what is, you know, what's happened in the economy, what's happened, you know, with the virus, and it's still being present. So getting a gauge on where you stand right now versus where you stood last year is, is pretty important. Yeah, having benchmarks for your life and yeah. goals for your life, but also having benchmarks for your money and knowing that you're hitting those benchmarks. And if you didn't hit them, why? And can you make adjustments? I mean, this yep. is a time of year. I know that we're, we're in the waning part of the end of the year and you might not have an appointment before the end of the year. But in January, for sure, to sit down and say, hey, how did I do? Did I reach my goals? And does this enable me to do more in retirement? Or should we take some of this and put it aside for later on? These are really good discussions, important discussions. And if you're not having those kind of discussions with your advisor, maybe it's time to have a new advisor and sit down and talk about these things. Set up one of our 15-minute strategy calls and talk through some of that. 617-440-9365 is our number. 617-440-9365. Or set up a 15-minute strategy call at 365retirement.com. 365retirement.com. Okay, coming up next, you remember Johnny Carson? Yeah, he was the guy who was uh, the uh, the host of The Tonight Show for so many years, long before Jay Leno and long before David Letterman, there was Johnny Carson. Uh, we're going back to Johnny Carson for some financial advice with fruitcake. <laughs> That's coming up next on Just Don't Lose the Money. We hope you're learning a lot from today's show, but how does it apply to your situation? You can find out with a call to the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. You'll learn where you are now and what you should be doing to retire with confidence. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. Welcome back to Just Don't Lose the Money, the radio show and podcast. Find us online at iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. This show will be there. All the past shows will be there. You can hear Sam Lang, John Conley. Today, Ryan Marston is helping us through. This is that time of year that if you work in an office building and there's a break room, then the clients send you little gifty things for, for the holidays. It could be some holiday mix. It could be cookies. It could be it, none of it's good for our waistlines, that's for sure. But somewhere along the line, somebody's going to send you a fruitcake. <laughs> now, now, how do you feel about fruitcake, Ryan? I think I've tried it once. And it's, <laughs> I, I'm not a huge cake person in general, okay. but like, yeah, that just, it just doesn't do it for me. Yep. Yeah. Some yep. people love it. Some people hate it. And it's, it's been the, uh, the, the butt of a lot of jokes. This goes back all the way to Johnny Carson and the Tonight Show with Ed McMahon. Did you ever get a fruitcake for Christmas? Always. I got one this Christmas. Do you eat it? No. <laughs> See, that's the damn That's the damn same. Yeah. Nobody eats them. You keep it for a long time. You, you put it up in the closet somewhere, yeah. and then you wait till next Christmas, and you to somebody, somebody else. else. <laughs> uh, 
and they weigh a ton. They're very heavy. <laughs> now, I have to tell you, my mom made great fruitcake, and I loved her fruitcake. So it gets a bad name. But again, some people love it, and some people hate it. And, yeah. it's, and a lot of people will say, I would tell you, you haven't tried my mom's fruitcake because it's the best. And I'm going to make a, <laughs> a, a twist here and say that's the same way that people feel about annuities in the financial world. They either love them or they hate them. You could sit down at a desk and say, well, let's talk about this. And they say, if you're going to talk about annuities, I'm walking out. They're that passionate about it. Ryan, what is the deal with this? I think a lot have to do with misconceptions around them or what their friend has told them or the bad experience their friend had or what they hear in the news. Listen, annuities are certainly not for all people, but they're a tool that is very useful in retirement to deliver safety of principle and a potential income stream Mm -hmm. that if you don't, if you need guaranteed income, um, maybe in addition to Social Security because you don't have a pension. Another way of doing that is an annuity, and that's a very useful way of doing it. And it, it's funny because a lot of people do come in, sit down, and you know, say, I, I have no desire. I don't want to talk to you. And, and like you said, if, mm-hmm. if you do speak about it, I'm going to walk out. Right. I had a client a year ago say that to me. And he actually just ended up building in an annuity to his portfolio <laughs> and he approached me about it. And, really? And I did, you know, what he changed said his mind. I think the volatility, he, you know, he was doing actually more research on it, uh-huh. uh, found out that they're not all the same. There's lots of variations of annuities. So I, I went over a few options with him and he saw the benefit of, you know, building it into his portfolio for a portion of his, of his IRA and that what that, the benefit that that's going to give his overall retirement retirement plan, potentially on the downside, you know, it, it protects him and gives him a guaranteed stream of income that unlike, you know, his former, just all everything in the market, if there's a downturn in the market, you know, that can really affect the amount of income you're, you're drawing. Mm-hmm. And this just kind of increases that floor on the income side, which would had a huge effect on his overall plan. So if you fully understand how they work and you have no desire, then great. I mean, there's no, no one's going to force you to purchase an annuity, but I think you should always know all your options when you're thinking about anything, you know, retirement planning, investments, et cetera. Well, there's ups and downs to everything. There I is. Mean, there's absolutely ups I, and downs I mean, mutual yep. funds have more fees than ETFs, you and, know. And, and capital gains distributions, et cetera, right? right? Yep. And, and bonds aren't doing so well right now. And municipal bonds, and you can you can go back and forth on all that kind of stuff, too. Yep. So there's ups and downs on all financial vehicles. You just Equities have to figure of, out what's yeah. right. Equities are extremely volatile, right? Yeah. And they're more geared for growth. So there's absolutely ups and downs and everything. And But just putting it all together and making sure whatever you do, choose, you know, to help you in retirement as your vehicles uh, delivers you, you know, potentially the best outcome with the least amount of risk. And that's what we always try to look at. It is always worth exploring all your options, mm-hmm. even with annuities, unless, you know, you know, you might have a preconceived notion because your friend had a bad experience and maybe bought a variable annuity 10 years ago and it had three and a half percent in fees. Well, yeah, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Maybe your other friend put too much into annuities and had a liquidity issue. Well, that that is also a bad experience. So I think if you use them correctly, they, they have a real benefit to your overall retirement plan, potentially. Just looking at all the options that are available to you. That's really what I want to know. I, I want to know what's out there, what would be right for me, how can I achieve my goals, and how am I going to do that? And that's what it is to have a financial advisor, a financial professional in your life. If you want to ask questions about, you know, how's the income going to come? How, how is 
You, you tell me I need 5 or 6%. How am I going to make that? That's a good question. Give us a call at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, and let's set up a 15-minute strategy call. Let's figure out how you get paid in retirement. What, what are the vehicles that you would use for me to achieve the goals that I want to do? That, that might be a great, great conversation. Here's our number, 617-440-9365, 617-440-9365, or set up a call online, 365retirement.com. Now, if I mention the year 1984, you might think back to high school, and yeah, I had to read that book by George Orwell. Well, that's not where I'm going here. In 1984, the government decided to start taxing Social Security checks. And back then, only about one in 10 people had that happen to them. Well, today, it's about 50%. So the idea that your Social Security check will be taxed might be a revelation to you. You had no idea that this was going to happen. I mean, I have a, an account at ssa.gov, and I look at what the wife and I are going to get from Social Security. That seems like a really good number, but I have no idea on how it's going to be taxed. So this is a, a pretty good conversation, isn't it, Ryan? It is. I think most people I sit down with will have some sort of taxation on their Social Security. And most people are not aware of it. And there's ways that government calculates it with the provisional income formula, you know, how much income you're earning from your investments in, in, in retirement, et cetera. But more likely than not, you, you're probably going to have in, in our area because of cost of living, your, your Social Security will probably be taxed. So you're going to make sure you account for that and realize what that taxation is going to be in retirement. Well, it seems as though, you know, we save and we save because I want the most income I could possibly have. And then I build that number up. And then you tell me that the Social Security that I'm going to get is going to be taxed because I save so much and I'm taking yeah. so much income. I mean, it's, it's like a double edged sword. It is. Yeah. And, you know, again, most people we sit down with have most of their money in pre-tax assets like 401ks, IRAs, et cetera. So, you know, maybe you start Social Security at age 67 and you're not drawing on as much from your 401ks and IRAs yet. Mm -hmm. But come age 72, when you actually have to potentially draw more because of required minimum distributions, well, that's going to affect those increased withdrawals from your IRAs and 401ks could potentially increase the taxation on, or, you know, more likely than not will increase the taxation on the social security that you've been receiving for the last, you know, five years or so. Mm -hmm. So the way you save and the vehicles you save in has a dramatic effect on your overall taxation and retirement and in regards to social security. That's why it's important. You know, like we talked about, if you're in your fifties, you can make some impactful changes, how you save maybe in tax-free vehicles mm -hmm. like a Roth, because mm -hmm. that does not have an effect on the taxation of your social security when you make withdrawals. And so, that's, that's a key point I want to bring out right there as we start to get to the close of the show is the importance of coming in early five years before retirement or even more, because you're wondering to yourself questions like, should I pay off my house or should I put money into a retirement fund? Should I continue to fund my 401k the way I am or should I start a Roth? These are things that can benefit you down the line. And if you make those adjustments right now, get some financial advice about that right now, it can make a big 
change and difference for you in your retirement years. So Ryan, in the minute or so that we have left, the 15-minute strategy call, I know that you take those. How do those unfold? What usually comes out of them? Tell me about that. Yeah, first I'll ask, do they have any questions for me specifically or about us as a company? And I'll, I'll answer anything they have there. And then I'll talk about our process and you know where we may be able to fit into their specific uh, retirement plans and, and investment management and go through the process with them. You know, Sometimes they'll ask further questions after we go through it. Are you a fiduciary? Yes. What are the potential fees associated? So I'll, I'll you know, roughly go through them, but we usually will go over the fees at more um, on the proposal stage. But that 15-minute call is a chance to get ask any questions you might have in regards to your retirement plan, taxation of the retirement, et cetera. And then understand our process, the process we would go through to analyze your current investments, you know, make potential changes to your current investments and how everything fits into your retirement plan. So that's in a nutshell, that's the 15 minute call. Let's sit down and have that conversation. You know that you're going to need some help forming those retirement years. You know what you want to do. You want to make sure the money's there to do the things you want to do. And somebody's got to put the nuts and bolts on that. So let's sit down and have that conversation. You can set it up two ways. 617-440-9365. This is at no cost or no obligation. You can also go to 365 retirement retirement.com and set up one of our 15-minute strategy calls there. Again, 617-440-9365 or 365retirement.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time here on Just Don't Lose the Money. For more information, to schedule a consultation or upcoming retirement planning events and radio show times, go to rlwealtheducates.com. John Conley and Ryan Marston are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed can be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Conley, Ryan Marston or Sam Langer licensed in your state. Please call 617-630-8787. Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through RNL Insurance Agency. Massachusetts license number 1783398.